And Botswana's president, Mohwetzi Masisi, has appointed Cornelius Dekop as the new central bank governor with immediate effect. He replaces uh, Moses Palaelo, who has been in the position since 2016. No reason for his departure has been provided. Now, South Africa's Road Accident Fund has put forward a draft proposal bill which seeks to exclude foreign nationals from claiming from the fund. And while it's a common practice in other parts of the world, Vusmuza Sibanda, the president of the African Diaspora Global Network, argues that foreign nationals pay indirect tax and should therefore not be excluded from the compensation fund if injured on our roads. He joins us now. Vusmuza, good afternoon. Thank you so much for joining us. Good afternoon and good afternoon to your listeners. All right, let's talk about uh, the latest development uh, with the bill that is being put uh, forward at, by the RAF. What is uh, your qualms or your organization's qualms uh, with this specific piece of legislation? Well, look, um, I think the important thing is to look at the fact that the road accident fund is not ordinarily your travel insurance or something related to that. But um, the road accident fund is basically um, a fund that is set up for people that are involved in an accident and that accident is a no-fault kind of you know uh, compensation where you're not looking at the fact that who's uh, at fault or what has happened and the source of funding for the road accident fund and that is actually even found on the road accident funds uh, website it is largely the fuel levy that is levied you know on, on on all fuel i mean you know fuel consumed in the country and which by extension means that every person in south africa who consumes fuel directly or indirectly. In that regard, what it uh, ideally it means is that now a deliberate exclusion of foreign nationals who are resident in South Africa who consume fuel directly as, um, you know, road users, either as uh, drivers or as, um, you know, um, commuters that use uh, public transport and also consume products that are delivered using, um, you know, the same fuel, which fuel has a direct, you know, impact on the prices of every other commodity. It would be very very unfair because the foreign nationals that are in the country are not given a choice yes so what i'm basically saying is that um the fuel levy that uh, foreign nationals pay it is in no way you know uh, i mean a matter of choice where they can choose whether to pay or not so for that reason it becomes therefore you know uh, unfair to exclude them from you know um uh, receiving you know uh, i mean the the, the compensation from the road accident fund should they be involved in an accident which ordinarily they should be entitled to receive. I would say, we see that there's no way in the world where, uh, you know, foreign nationals would pay a different fuel levy to what uh, the citizens in the country ordinar ordinarily pay. So I'm very keen to get your thoughts then on how this would work in other parts of the world uh, in the sense that you do represent uh, those who are in the diaspora. You know, what is the normal practice there with regards to accessing uh, such, uh, you know, such benefits uh, from government? Also considering that the RF has made specific reference to those who are in the country without valid documentation which i think is an important uh, provision well look the 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 the, the whole uh, bill basically wants to exclude foreign nationals in their entirety without uh, looking at the fact whether somebody is documented or undocumented and the issue in, in question here is that the rff you know the rf says they want you know foreign nationals to have travel insurance and the the issue of travel insurance is ideally for people that are ordinarily on transit or on a visit or you know that are flying you know through and not resident in the country we're talking about people here that 
are living in South Africa as asylum seekers. South Africa has got a very huge number of asylum seekers that have been resident in the country and that have no any other home except for South Africa. South Africa has got permanent residence holders that are not South African citizens. It has got, you know, people that work here on, you know, business or corporate visas and therefore ordinarily resident in South Africa. And therefore to want to exclude all those groups of people from, you know, receiving the compensation when they pay fuel levy and particularly the fuel levy that they have no option whether they can pay it or not and if you look at the price of fuel in south africa it is extremely high and one of the reasons why it's so high and the government has actually you know explained that the reason for that is because it is for the fuel levy and the fuel levy that goes um into the into the road accident fund so i think we need to look at the fact that there is a huge distinction between the road accident fund than any other ordinary insurance where a person chooses to contribute to. So I'm asking, how does it work in other parts of the world? For instance, like I said, you, you represent people in the diaspora. How does it work in Canada, in the UK, in the US? Well, there, there isn't. Look, the, the other countries don't have, you know, the road accident fund, and particularly that is funded from a fuel levy that everybody else is levied, you know, uh, uh, to pay and mandatory, you know. So if you had, you know, a road accident fund, for example, that is, it, it comes from different other, of course, you know, government funding, normally uh, schemes like your social services and all that, there are those where people contribute to, like, you know, your social security because you've got your social security. But now we're looking at the source of funding being, you know, the public purse, which is mainly funded, you know, by taxes that are levied on the people and those taxes that are therefore not exclusionary. So the issue here is basically the source of the funding, that the source of the funding is you know, the public funds upon which the, um, uh, I mean, uh, uh, foreign nationals are also required to pay. So if it was just, you know, other taxes where, for example, as foreign nationals, you can find that foreign nationals are supposed to pay certain taxes, like maybe your employment tax, but other taxes you pay back in your country of origin, then it would make sense for that person to be excluded because they contribute to their countries of origin and not necessarily in South Africa. Would it make a difference if this was uh, the distinction between those who have valid documentation and those who don't? And the reason I ask this question was, is that when a person doesn't have valid documentation, it's very difficult to uh, assume that they're accounted for in terms of revenues and expenditure from a government level. All right, we seem to have lost Vusi there. Uh, we are battling with that line. I think uh, lots are left unanswered and unsaid, but of course, uh, we can certainly do that at a different time. That was Vusi Muzespanda, the president of the African Diaspora Global Network.